Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Coming to you since 1997 on KKUP Radio with over 250 guests and still going strong in their 12th year of weekly broadcasting, the International Taz and Paula Show brings to you expansive, engaging, and groundbreaking intensity on radio and now on the Internet airwaves today. Listen live every Thursday or visit Embracing Mother Earth's archives, exclusive articles, ask questions, and receive actual answers from guests anytime at TazAndPaulaShow.com. Taz and Paula's special guests are experts coming from all walks of life, energizing our lives with a passion that inspires and teaches us with each of their compelling personal life journeys, with roots from ancient wisdom and bridging it with modern science. We hope today's show touches the wisdom of your heart. And now, Taz and Paula. Good morning, or good afternoon. Stunning and brilliant are the two words, Paula, that come to mind first before we begin this interview. I literally stand in this moment wishing that I could hand out this information we're about to present to every single man, woman, and child. It would simply rewrite history for them in school. Our guest, Renee Molin Masters, MA, teaches people that you are smarter than you think. Her internationally renowned book, teaching program, and new online journey helps people discover their best way to learn and how to maximize it. Renee has literally ripped to shreds our belief systems in the way we all learn. She says that our minds are totally different, just like our fingerprints. Everyone has their own unique way of accessing the way we learn so that our adventure with learning can actually be fun. Paula, her program has proven you are literally you are smarter than you think you are you are now listening to the international taz and paula show i'm taz and i'm paula boy taz i really like those words you are smarter than you think you are and it's so great to know that this is is real i mean it's real and Renee is actually teaching a college success class at Orange Coast College in Southern California when she developed the You Are Smarter Than You Think program. The good news, students reported they had success beyond their wildest dreams in studying with Renee Mullen Master's technique. Huge leaps were made in learning. I, I only wish that I knew about Renee's techniques and book when my children were students. I mean, it would have been wonderful. I can hardly wait to hear your story, Renee, and how it all began. Paula, this program was such an eye-opener after experiencing Renee's technique online. In fact, our listeners can do the same after the show today. Renee Molin Masters, we are really elated to have you with us today. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. This is so such a blessing to me too. So, thank you so much. <laughs> you we know, only wish like this... <laughs> we only wish this technique could be uh, given to every student in the uh, school system. You know, I every time I talk about it, I get in touch with the feelings that I had when I read Dr. Gardner's work. Uh, frames of mind. It was like life changing. It just It's like I went from feeling stupid, even though I had a master's degree, feeling uh, intelligent, and then watching students blossom every time they discovered the same thing about themselves. It's just an amazing feeling. Well, like you said, this is not a matter of intelligence. I mean, it's like this is magic, you know, 
Can you step us through how all of this began for you? Sure. Um, it, Believe it or not, it began in second grade when my very best friend got moved to third grade and she was told that she was smarter than the rest of us. Fast forward, we're in a college botany class that's taught experientially, and we have our first test and the instructor announces that I have gotten the top grade, almost fell out of my chair, and when I talked to my friend who was in there with me, um, what she got, she got a C. And I and I was just totally dumbfounded by that experience. I thought, how did this happen? And I didn't understand it until I read Dr. Gardner's work, Frames of Mind. And as I was reading it, it felt like all these neurons were connecting, and I fully understood it. And I began... Um, experimenting with the ideas on college students. They were the ones with me that we started actually putting this thing together. And the unique thing about it is that it's not about a teacher teaching in a certain way to to reach all the learning styles of the student. It's about empowering each student so that they know how to use their own brain so that they can be successful in any situation, so that we're not at the effect of teachers and uh, math and science and things that we think we're not very good at. Well, the way the school system works, they think everybody learns the same way. I know. And, you know, the reason they think that. They don't think it. They they know that it's not that, but they don't know what to do about it because they know that um, it's really almost impossible to teach to all the different styles, so they just opt for what they opt for. And <laughs> two-thirds of the population wind up feeling stupid, and and, un- and we usually aren't very successful. And it's not right. What 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 triggered you to see what what pattern uh, was exposed to you for you to be able to uh, know on a deeper level how this would be implemented to help each individual individually? <laughs> well, it, for me personally, it's like when he started talking about the experiential learner. All of a sudden, I realized what happened in that um, botany class where my friend got a C and I got an A. I suddenly realized in that moment the only reason that I did really well is that 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 teacher was teaching experientially, and that lined up with my brain talent. And um, so that you know that was really the cutting edge experience and then I went and spoke the next day to a bunch of students and I gave them some ideas to try and they came back with stories that just astounded me. Uh, one student was a, um, she had a, a, a anatomy and physiology test and so she was musical, she played the piano you know, without thinking about it and she was also auditory so she put everything she had to learn on a tape, and then she sat down and played the piano. And one time through, she had her mom test her. She knew everything, and the next day she took the test, got the A, highest grade in the class, and then a week later when I talked to her, she still knew the material because it was in long-term memory. How many different uh, brain... (laughs) Um, how many different ways are there that people learn that you've discovered? Brain talents. Well, in my system, yes. uh-huh. there's seven that come from Howard Gardner, and then there's three that come from language processing. And the other piece that I brought to the table because I have a because of my background in speech pathology is language processing, and it has to do with actually encoding language, not being able to see an action across the street and describe it. It has to do with hearing a teacher give a lecture and and encode it. And 
people have a preference, and I, we didn't know. I didn't know that when we started out. People didn't know that, and I. What I discovered is that people do have a preference. Some people like to hear it. Some people like to read it, and some people like to hear and hear it and read it together. And the and and for some people, the difference is huge. Like for some people. Um, if they hear it, they get 20%. If they read it, they get 30 But if they hear it and read it together, they get 95%. So it, wow. it can make a big difference. Wow. So what happens if you're in school and the teacher isn't teaching that way? Well, if you know what your brain talents are, you can transform the situation. And I'll give you an example. Let's say that you have a teacher who's linguistic. And uh, so what she's going to do, she's going to jump all around the place and she's going to tell a bunch of stories. And let's say that you are logical and you like sequential. First this happened, then this happened, and then this happened. So you're in this classroom and um, the teacher is going to jump all over the place, which will freak you out if you're not organized. So right. what we have the logical person do is to get seven pieces of paper and put the major headings of the lecture on top on the top of each pa- piece of paper. And as the teacher is talking, she may talk about the first topic for a few minutes. Then she'll go off on a story, but they don't freak out because they know they have a plan here. And so then when she starts talking about... Um, subject number four, they find page number four that has that at the top, and they write the notes underneath that page. So that when that lecture is over, that student has reorganized in a sequential fashion that lecture, and they don't get freaked out, and they learn a tremendous amount. That would have helped me tremendously in school. <laughs> I took you. Now I'm the one that likes. I'm the one that likes all the stories, and that's how I remember. Okay, and that you're probably experiential. <clears throat> and do you change people's words? Yes. Uh huh. Okay, so you're 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 linguistic, definitely linguistic. And what you know about linguistic people is that they have to, um, it's their words that is important. It's not the book's words, but their words that that really make the difference. And that's where linguistic people really screw up because they can identify with the words coming out of the book, but instead of pulling those words out and putting it into your own words, um, you won't get it. It won't go into long-term memory. Now, I have a friend that um, um, when she was going to university, she said she couldn't listen to lectures and um, grab hold of anything. So she taped them, and then her mother would type them out for her. So she actually had to read the lecture mm-hmm. instead of listening yep. to and it. That's, and, the, and you probably, if you gave her the self-evaluation that's in my book, she probably had a huge difference between hearing and reading there's probably a like she was probably getting about 90 percent when she was reading and probably 20 or 30 percent when she was hearing it so it's it's true for everybody everybody has a preference and everybody's brain functions differently brains are more different than fingerprints and if you don't know how your brain functions when you sit in a classroom or read a textbook or take a test, you are totally at the effect of what's coming at you because you don't know how to internalize it and learn it. And, and that's kind of, I mean, I did an interview this morning and it was really interesting what came out. And it's like today in schools, we are so focused on on the test that kids don't even don't ever get an experience of actually learning. So what happens is that when that class is over, they can't critical think with the material, they can't 
think outside the box. Um, it's all of what they've gotten has been rote, and there's nothing to show for it after the class is over. It's memorization. It's like I read um, on your uh, website that um, memorization is not learning. No, it's not learning. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> to te- you know, it's just it's not even. It's it doesn't even go to the same place in the brain. Um, and memorization holds for maybe long enough till you need it, like in a test, but then it, it evaporates. And it also, um, I know people have experienced this when they memorize, <clears throat> they go into the test and they're really scared. And what happens is that fear causes them to forget what they memorize. And then the minute they walk out, it kind of comes back to them. Um, you know, I, I've talked to students that, you know, have had that, or they have to go over and over and over and over the material to get it in. But if you use your brain correctly, like the person that was playing the piano, the information goes directly into long-term memory. It doesn't take a lot of work. It sh- It saves a tremendous amount of time. Now, uh, can your techniques help people other than students? It can help anybody that has to learn something. I mean, there are people who have failed their certification test or um, have to want to go on and um, get a higher degree or they have some kind of test in business that they have to take or a driver's test or I mean, there's a million places where we have to learn things in life. I know, like <laughs> I'm constantly learning things about the computer. So yes, <laughs> and learning <laughs> things about the computer. Yeah. Um, and 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 I mean, we all are learning. And I think of students who are taking the SATs, and it, you know, they struggle. And shoot, they. They're, and they're memorizing the stuff. If they knew the material, they could get a much higher score. Well, the experiential aspect of being able to actually, you know, go through the experience kind of houses the information, which, again, helps to organize everything. And and then you can hear it also. So it's a process of of being able to really feel the information coming through. I mean, being able to literally view it and and to hear it. Um, well, yeah, you're, I think what you're trying you're describing is um, the way that a way a kid just recently described it to me is that when he memorizes something he can write maybe one sentence on the test. But if he's really learned it and it's in there and the information has associated with everything else he knows about that subject matter, he could write two or three pages. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, a, it's a completely different, It's yeah, it's just completely different. Yeah, you become an... It's an interest... Um, have something to do with learning too because if as an example if I'm interested in a subject I can you know I can remember like 20 years ago about it but if I'm not really interested it just just leaves well I think that probably what happens when you're interested you may start using your brain correctly and that's why you can hold on to it but what happens and they just found this out that when you learn something, you have a chemical experience. Your brain changes, and I think that that is the aha experience. Um, and it it's it's it feels great. <laughs> you know, learning is a really wonderful thing to do. And and I think that kids today don't get that. They don't know it. Do you think it's more? So today than it was when um, we were students? I think I, I think we were moving in 
the wrong direction when we were students, but it wasn't as um, prevalent. Um, the the No Child Left Behind sealed the deal because mm-hmm. the focus was totally on test taking. And what teachers did is that they just began to teach the, the test and the kids went home and memorized so that they could pass the test. And that's what school has been about. And those kids that got that as freshmen, I mean, as kindergartners are now freshmen in college. And when I talk to freshmen, to instructors who have these new kids coming in, these kids are so passive. They are, it's like the teacher has to do everything they can think of to try and get them ignited. Um, it's scary. <laughs> What what have you actually done to to help maybe um, bring this into schools in a total uh, and an overall program and and schools? Is there any um, situation that you've pulled together now where where schools can know what you're doing and they can come in and become part of your program? If they Okay, any instructor, any administrator, anybody who wants to bring this to their school, they can contact me from my website and I assist them in doing that. And I have been doing this for 20 years, 25 years. I have nursing programs all over the country who who transform their nursing programs using just helping their students learn how to learn. And that's where I really focused my attention. It's only recently that I've begun to see if I can make a difference in high school and colleges, other just regular colleges. Because we did a study at the University of Minnesota uh, in 2011 and 12, and what the, I mean, the feedback from the students was amazing. I mean, they just said, I can't believe it. I would have never made it through without this. Um, it just, you know, they, the, the report was glowing, and everybody's grades improved at least one uh, grade level or two. And the kids that had been staying in college trying to get a high enough grade to get into their um, uh, major area, um, they finally were able to do that. They got into their major area, and I'm sure they're graduated now. So, you know, there's. Um, I'm a wealth of knowledge. Applying this is not difficult. And we've made an online training. The nurses were the ones that requested that we do this so that um, you don't have to take out class time. You can do assign uh, this as a homework assignment. The kids do it at home. They come to school, and then they're just encouraged to use it. And that that's an important piece, that you, you have to encourage the kids to take the responsibility because they don't know what that means. Well, I would think it would be at its best to start in grammar school. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Um, and and But a lot of people don't think that grammar school kids have the intelligence to take responsibility for their learning, but I know that that's just not true. Well, you have the test, which kind of um, allows you to go through it. I'm thinking even that, you know, the teacher could actually be there if she's aware of everything, even in the younger younger students. But then also thinking, wow, you know what, no matter who we are, even in college, because if you even get it in college – and uh, you go on and have a family, at least you know how to be able to work with your own children. Um, you know, this is such a oh, a beautiful spread of of light <laughs> to deliver. <laughs> I, you know, oh. it's just incredible. It, you know, it, thank you for saying that. It's just been, for me, it's been an amazing journey because... Um, I will never forget the feeling when I was in high school. I had this fabulous French teacher. 
she was just out of college. She was probably a few years older than we were. She was adorable and, you know, really fun. And I so much wanted to get a B in that class. And it was a hard class. She challenged us. And I could not get better than a C. And it broke my heart because I knew I was smart. I knew it. But I didn't know how to get to that intelligence. And um, so that's what this journey for me has been about, is finding the students that have are open to hearing what I'm talking about. They don't have to struggle anymore. Everybody has ability. And I, one of the things I hear a lot, oh, I'm no good at math. Well, you're no good at math if you don't use your brain correctly. That's the trick. Yeah. Well, you know, you were talking about languages, like you were taking French. Um, so you can apply this to even taking languages. Anything. It's like it's like the instruction manual for your brain. And if you have the instruction manual, you know what kind of processor you have, you know what kind of things have to be present for that information to get in. If you have all of that information, it doesn't matter what's coming at you. You can learn it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is, I mean, to advance people in their careers, to advance companies in their their whole total companies. Can you imagine if everybody is online knowing how everything is functioning, how each one could implement their ideas into companies once they understand how things are working you know, it's it's a whole different ball game. I mean, it is. It changes well, can I share the game. Or, you know, it, can I it empowers I, the individual. It, it, um, and in education, we do not empower the individual. When I worked for Pacific Bell years ago, uh, a woman CEO came in, and she actually had us taking tests see, I mean, exactly what you're saying. And uh, we actually worked together because different people worked differently. So if you were a boss, you could give that individual um, something to do that would go along with how they learned or how they um, came across. Anyway, she must have been before her time because she was fired because of what she was doing. And it's... (laughs) It's very similar to what we're talking about today. Isn't that interesting? She was fired. We were talking, mm-hmm. um, I was talking to someone about that, that um, I tried about 20-some-odd years ago to get this in the schools, and there was no opening at all. It was like shutting, slamming the door in the face. But nursing always has been open and responsive because learning is a part of their curriculum. And I think now, because the pain is so great, <laughs> that maybe there might be an opening in schools. And I'm hoping. I mean, I've just started this journey. Um, but um, And I can't, you know, I guess what I want to say is that this is not my journey. This is not, I can't do this alone. And the reason I'm on these radio shows is I'm, I'm looking for people who want to join me in this journey, who, who hear what I have to say, who want to, um, would like to, that are in a school that would like to change how things are being done. And it takes one person at a time to get that to happen. And we can do that. But I can't do it alone. Well, I know I'm going to share this with some of my friends who have children in high school and college. So and I that's, think it's you know really yeah. I mean, I think really that's important. great. It is important. Um, you know, the kids we're getting out of college today, 
don't know how to think, they don't know how to critical think, and they don't know how to think outside the box. All they can do is kind of um, rote mechanical feedback. And that's why they're having trouble getting jobs. And a lot of them are in jobs below their potential because they have no confidence. And our workforce coming out is not very good. Is that what they call dumbing down? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you a sad story, um, but it's it's kind of the... I don't know. It's what's going on. Um, a friend of mine was administrator in a major cor- uh, a major um, college university, and he had been an administrator for ten years. And then he decided to go back into the classroom, and um, and so he ran the classroom in such a way that he said, "Okay, these are the books and these are the chapters that we're going to test you on for this first test." And the kids said, well, aren't you going to tell us exactly what's on the test? And he said, no, I'm not going to. You have to read these um, things that I have said, given to you, and then we will test you on it. And the kids freaked out, and they went to the current uh, administrator, and this friend of mine was given an early retirement. Oh, my God. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, <clears throat> you know, I was just thinking, for instance, uh, when you take the exam on the um, driver's test, mm-hmm. um, you know, they they go through the whole book, and there's a lot of information in the book, but if there's also pictures of the examples so people can visually also see, so it's kind of an experience on page. Mm-hmm. Along with what's printed there, I I think you know, again, you know, people can start to organize and put their thinking hat on when they read the words, and they can go through aspects um, and learn to a higher degree, and and being able to really implement that that information. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I, you know, how do you do that for every? I mean, the books are not set up to do that, and and making making something joyful to be able to learn and get excited and to experience life through written words, you know. Well, it's it that's the point. It's like when learning styles came in, um, people got excited about it originally, but then they realized that. If if I, as a teacher, stand up and try and meet all the learning needs of the student in front of me, it exhausts me, number one. It's hard to do. And number three, number two, and number three, it doesn't work because yeah. it keeps the student in a passive mode. But the minute, the minute you give the student the power, you turn the power over to them, that's when they get ignited. Because they'll learn something, and when you learn something, it's exciting. On your website, now have have something that people can can test themselves. I, I think you do, don't you? Just to get an idea what this is like. They can, yeah. There's several different things. There's um, um, uh, uh, in the question answer section, questions that people ask. There's a series of questions that you can uh, ask yourself to see if this would work for you. There's also a trailer um, of my online training so that they can experience what that's like. Um, There's a couple of chapters from the book that are there that you can read. Uh, There's testimonials from students and teachers about the benefit of what has happened uh, for them. And, I mean, there's all kinds of – this isn't something that's just new. It's been around for a long time. Well, you actually – I mean, the, you know, when I could I could go in and just literally take the test on on the website, and that allowed me to see, my God, this was, like, incredible, all the questions that you asked and that kind of thing, and you answer them, and you come back, and then you take the test, and you go, oh, my God, I got all – maybe all but one or something, and you go – 
wow, that was a trip, you know. Yeah. Um, so, in other words, I, I got to see that, and then what happens is it it flips it around so that when the questions are asked and everything, it's to your way of learning, and you realize that you were able to answer the questions, and you go, my God, this really works. Mm-hmm. It's you know you. It's awesome what you've done, and if people just can get that experience, that experience of taking the test and realizing how this works, and they go forward to be able to initialize, initialize a program to implement it into whatever system that they that they need it for to support people, it's it's no it's no brainer. Yeah, I mean, I guess what I want to say is, don't believe me. And, you know, don't believe me, but go to my website and listen to the people that have used the program and read the testimonials um, and and let that in. These people, I mean, um, there's a whole bunch of them on there, and um, these people are not lying. Um, Yeah. Well, your your website... Um, all of a sudden, I'm going okay. <laughs> let me let me pull up your website here. Um, the, you are the smarter web- than you think. Yeah, right? you are. Yes, you are you smarter are, than you think. Dot com. Yeah. Now I have oh a question for you, Renee. Um, sure. Have you seen that the learning styles sway to one way since um, little kids have been on a computer since like two or three, and uh, because I saw a little kid the other day. He was on the computer playing. He was only about two. Um, has this changed the, the brain at all in the way they learn because they're exposed to the fast pace of the computer so early? I don't actually know the answer to that. But um, my, okay, the reason this research is held up for as many years as it has held up, is that we as humans uh, come in with a particular type of computer. And probably um, those kids that are responding to that activity on the computer, their brain is, that lines up with their brain. Because not all kids respond to computers the same way. Okay. Um, and um, so, and and what you come in with, and your talents that you have when you come in, I believe will always be your talents. Now you can get better in your non-talents, but your talents are always the one that you want to go with. Because they're always the strongest for life. So you're actually your talent can help your non-talent. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds like yeah, yeah, it can. I mean, I'm not a good writer, and so I know. But I, when I write, it's very experiential. But then I have a fabulous editor who comes in and understands what I'm trying to say and then she writes it so that it's so that it's great. I mean, I don't write that well and it's it's I've gotten better over the years, but um my experience of what this is about um is really important, but in order to communicate it to another person, I need someone who's linguistically talented to get it across. So, so uh, I we have help each other out. Yeah, yeah, we help each other out. Absolutely. So you partner with someone that has a talent that's the same as your non-talent, and that makes a, a perfect duel. Absolutely. I have a guy that does all my proofreading. I I can't spell worth beans. Um and um and he you know I rely on him and he goes through and he proofreads everything um and I have an editor who um rewrites everything I write <laughs> sometimes I look at it and I go did I write that is that what I was trying to say but it's really good 
<laughs> it's important. <laughs> so, you know, we are smarter than what we think, so it's just applying what we have and actually partner, like your, your, your partnership with someone that helps your, reflects your weaker part, and then we should be doing that in life all the time. I know, and if we don't even know what our talent is, how can we do that? You know, how can we do that? Um, we can't do it. I mean, I was leading a workshop at a, a, a nursing school oh, several years ago, and these two women teachers in front started to laugh. And I said, what's going on? And she said, well, one of them was linguist, I mean, logical, and the other was spatial. And she said, we team teach, and every year we trade off who is going to take the lead. And so they started talking about how when the logical person takes the lead, she has outlines and, uh, and it's very organized and it's sequential and, and kind of in a box. And the spatial person said, and it is so boring. And yes, so exactly. <laughs> They talk about the spatial person, she said, and then this spatial friend over here, when she leads, she has boxes and pictures and simplification and all this stuff all over the place. And she said, it drives me crazy. And we have been in fights because we didn't understand what was going on. And now what they could do is that they could come together and do the leadership together where they blended both styles. So they would connect to uh, a lot of different learning styles. Yes. But they would also be using each of their styles and they could work together and they could inspire each other and you know, it would be a great class. Instead of fighting one another, they would be working together. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's like reprogramming the GPS. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. So exactly. your online class actually coordinates with your book. <laughs> Excuse me. So, So people can use the class and help them use the book to its you know its best well what it, the way it is is that the online class has everything that's in the book but when you sign up for the online class you also get a book and what you do is it takes you about 2 hours to go through you get take two self evaluations and then we show you what to, how to transform using those talents um, when you're listening to a lecture, when you're reading a textbook, when you're studying for a test, or when you're taking a test. And you can go through that in about two hours. That's where a teacher can assign that as homework. they got two hours of homework. And then your job is to go and try it, to apply it. And what's neat about this program is that you have a whole month to come back and double check and make sure that you were, that you got information correctly. But we also give you a memory jogger, which is a sheet of paper that <clears throat> details for you exactly what you, with your talent, should do in each of those areas. So it, nothing is left to uh, guess. You know, everything is pretty well spelled out. So people can actually uh, go onto your website, youaresmarterthanyouthink.com, and sign up for the class and get the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so how easy is that? You can do it at home. Easy. <laughs> Very oh, easy. Yeah, and to be able Thank to do it at home, too. You know, technology, because, you know, it's just and, – and you can sign up and – Log in onto that program 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's just sitting there on the Internet. <clears throat> you just have to have the secret code to get in. Now, do you, um, are you, 
up? Are you um, into a new book that you're developing presently or a new journey here, uh, extending off of what you already have started? Um, no, not at this moment. This is, this is, I'm actually stepping out. Um, you know, this is like really new. Um, and my goal right now is to, um, I just want to see if we can get this into the schools and see if we can actually get things to turn around. Um, and so it's a pretty big, it's a pretty big uh, chunk that I've taken off. So that's what I'm doing. I would think, just um, thinking outside the box here, I would think um, connecting with private schools might be easier than the public schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a friend. Have found I'm in friend? a mastermind group, and somebody mentioned to me that they felt that that was probably a good idea. I've already gotten a couple of private schools. Um and they have been more responsive than the public. It's really interesting. I don't care where I start. <laughs> well, I'm thinking that the private schools have less, they have more freedom or than maybe yeah. the public schools do. Right. So. But I think the parents, too, I, I, if, you know, parents can just, even hear our interview, I mean, they can actually go and get the book and start, uh, you know, the kids know how to work online now. And the and the most, a lot of parents do too. And, um, you know, they could simply let the children go through the, the process and, and, you know, it speaks for itself. So. It, yeah, and it can be. Um, you know, the online training is not that difficult. It's pretty easy, actually. That's what's cool yeah. about it. It's and for kids, it's nothing. I mean, the the in the pilots that we ran, you know, <laughs> we thought it would take them like four hours to go through it. They consistently go through in less than two hours. So, yeah. So, you know, even if you get, you know, what happens, you just get a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> you get a you get a kissing smooch of what this will do, and you just go, oh my god! You know, there there's a handhold here that goes beyond what you anticipated because you get the results almost immediately, and you can see what it can do for you, and you can go back in and do it a couple of times if you need to, or you know, go through the book and everything to be able to enhance. What you what you realize is is um, a capability beyond what you uh, beyond your wildest dreams. <laughs> yeah, and you know, as far as your feedback, I, this is have you gotten? Go ahead. I was going to say what what's the the uh, biggest surprise that you've gotten from a feedback from someone that's taken this? I mean, something that just blew your mind. Okay, I will tell you one. I was this this happened I, I this happened a while ago when I was doing workshops at the very beginning but I thought it was the most amazing thing this um kid was in my workshop and he was uh, reading sports illustrated so I knew he was you know into athletics so I talked to him at a break and he had flunked his freshman year of high school so his parents held him back and he was flunking his freshman year again. Oh. And he had tears in his eyes when he was talking to me, and he said, "I this is my last hope. So I really focused on him, and we found out that he was a combination learner. He had to read things aloud. We found out that he was logical, so he needed things in sequential order. We also found out that he was very uh, body kinesthetic, which I figured that out from just the fact that he was reading Sports Illustrated. So this is what I had him do. I had him take everything that he was going to learn and put it on a sheet of paper and put it in an outline form. Then I had him go outside and start reading that outline aloud as he kicked a soccer ball against the, out, the side of the house. I called him probably 
I don't know, four or five weeks later. And he was ecstatic. He said, I have not gotten a grade below a B since I oh. started doing that. Wow. How, how wonderful would that make him feel? I mean, he was probably, um, his self-esteem was nowhere. And then oh. to do turn this around, it, I mean, not only the grade, but your self-esteem. I know. I mean, it's just, um, that's the kind of results that, um, I have seen it's just so t- touching that's what keeps me going are those stories there was another girl that when I was teaching the college success class um, she was flunking everything she was in probation she was in there because she was on probation and I found out that she was oh my gosh so artistic and so we showed her how to use that art when she was taking notes And I said, now I want you to be taking these kind of notes in all your classes, notes with your textbook, the way we told you to do it, but using all your art. Her notes are in my book, by the way. And um, she came back like uh, the next week, and she was on fire. She had gotten herself off a probation because it had been um, uh, midterms. And she had gotten A's and B's. Actually, I think she had gotten A's on every one of her midterms. And so she was off probation. She was ecstatic. Her dad was so happy, she, he bought her a diamond ring. Wow. <laughs> Have you gotten any feedback that? from senior, citizen, senior citizens have thought that they couldn't learn for all these years and now they're in their 60s or 70s and then they got a hold of uh, the, the way that uh, you're teaching. Have you gotten any feedback from someone like that? Mm, no, I haven't. Um, I'm trying to think if I have. Um, well, some of the people are not really senior citizens, but some of them go back to school, you know, when they're um, in their, um, you know, 50s or 60s and some of them some people and and believe it or it it's those older folks more mature folks that that really respond to this because um they're not afraid to do something different and they're more open than young people yeah yeah because you know when well, you get, when you're getting older, you think, oh, it's harder for me to learn than when I was young. But I don't think so. I think if you're using the correct method at any it's age, not you're not. No, it's not harder to learn. Uh, actually, to- any any subject um, can be um, brought into this. Uh, you know, it, subjects that you might not have gone into before can be brought into this because of the way that you study and you're able to to be able to understand it more fully and um and bring it into the learning system that you need for your personal self it's, it's, i i saw this renee i'm telling you i just would love to be able to see each individual in their life be able to to um be supported fully, and it looks like your program here has that capability of just, you know, making life fun for people, you know, in a way that they hadn't ever anticipated before. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a gift. Um, it, you know, I felt like when I read Gardner's book that that was a gift to, for me. It changed my life, and it was a gift that has continued to give um, throughout. And um, it's a gift that you can give yourself. It's a gift that you can give your kids. I mean, that's what I keep talking about. This is a gift that teachers can give their students. This is a gift that you can give a family member um, and and grandparents. This is a gift, a legacy that you can pass on to your, your kids. And your grandkid? This is the diamond that really is a diamond. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I was thinking 
I was thinking of Taz. I was was think I was going to question her afterwards. If she was going to share this with her grandchildren. Uh, yeah, I they, I'm really lucky that they do get A's and they on their stats test they're 100%, which kind of blows me away. Um, I myself personally, I sure wish I would have had it in school because I'm I am very sequential and I have learned that I really have to put the boxes up and Paula knows this, you know, um, I really have to uh, go through things and I have to internally experience things and read things and go for things. And I just, I, you know, I'm visual. Uh, It's like I have to become the entire program in order to do it. And so when I ran across your program, I was just really, I'm going, you know, I wished I would have known this when I was younger. It would have been so much easier. So much easier. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I want to say something about your grandkids. Just because they are getting A's, it doesn't mean they're learning. And they're probably not using their brains correctly. Um, the that that is um, there was a study done a few years ago where they took the top math and science students from um, colleges around the United States and they gave them these kids a test that took the problems and changed them just a little bit and those kids could not do the problems and wow that's the reason that our educational system is always in the bottom third when they're comparing us with the rest of the world because our kids are not learning. Even the really smart ones, they're not learning. They're memorizing. Wow. I I just read that the, um, because we live in Silicon Valley, that they didn't have enough students graduating that uh, for science, I mean computer science. And you would think all the exposure they have us with computers that there would be enough children graduating with computer science and they said they have a shortage there's just not enough students that can comprehend it and do it isn't that the rub <clears throat> i mean that it's that tells you exact that's a really good example the reason because the reason they can't understand it and do it is they don't know how to learn yeah They just don't know how to learn. They have been memorizing all along. Exactly. And with computers, things change so often. I mean, if something you've learned a month ago could change. So it needs somebody that's constantly learning and adjusting because it doesn't ever stay the same. And, And computers, in the programming part, you have to be good at math and and understand relationships, and it's not an easy thing to learn. So, we need this in every field and with for every child. So, we say to our listeners: if you are a parent, a grandparent, a teacher, or a student, please look into this. Or an employer, also. I mean, it's it's like you know. Unfortunately, we've come to the end, Renee, and you have really put a highlight in our in our hearts and in our lives to be able to share with others. And we really thank you for being with us. It's it's well, it's a cherishable moment, absolutely. Um, Renee's website is youaresmarterthanyouthink.com, and. Um, um, Thank you so you, much for having me. I really appreciate this. This is a great opportunity. So, oh, well, we, we enjoyed having you. We want want everybody to know that Renee's last name is Mullen Masters. That's M O L L E N dash Masters, and that's it's A-N, her actually. technique. M O L L A N Masters. A N. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. Okay. And hop onto her website and learn more about it. Yeah. Hugs to you. Thank you for creating such a wonderful thing. And, um, thank you. Thank you. And hugs you. to you both. <laughs> thank you. Thank Have you. a great day. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.